0: Thanks for tuning in on this episode. Will Zion Williamson be an MVP one day? Which NBA teams are under the most pressure to win a title? And which team
1: poses the biggest threat to the Los Angeles Lakers? I think the team that poses the biggest threat to the Lakers is Anthony Davis. <laughs> it's not a team. <laughs> it's That's an funny. individual. <laughs> that is funny. If Anthony Davis is healthy they're going to win the west right uh, it, it just depends on anthony davis's health we have lebron james he's 36 we know that he's an older player but he's still in his he's somehow still in his prime probably the best player in the nba it's just about anthony davis can anthony stay healthy but if i had to pick a team just for argument's sake i'm gonna go with the other team in la the clippers but the lakers so far this season i understand the jazz having a more record but the lakers have proven that they're a good teams they're consistent You're tuned into the New Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast.
0: Welcome to the New Channel Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only O'Enyi. It is a pleasure for you to be joining us Whatever time of day it is Morning, afternoon, or evening It's just a pleasure for you to be here For you to enjoy the podcast with us If this is your first time listening to podcasts Please subscribe We try to bring out excellent content as much as possible So please subscribe Do that on any major podcast platform You can also check us out on Afro Vibes TV as well Check us out on Instagram, on YouTube Just check us out, man Look for us New Channel Sports, we also have a a website as well, newchannelsports.net, that's New Channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L, sports, I am joined by two fantastic co-hosts, Big Low, how are you doing, sir? Good, Big Low coming down the next time. Also joining us, the phenomenal one,
1: Chris, how's it going, sir? Hey man, it is going good What is good to y'all I've had a good day Let me start off by saying that So that means we're gonna have a good show That's That's what I'm talking about That's That's
0: what's up That's what's up So, let's do a segment here And get right into it The New Channel Sports Podcast presents Flashback Kenny With his productivity inside Inside three minutes Monte Ellis still the scores table Barron likely done. By the way, loser shot 56% this year. Month shops it down. So what you just heard was back in 2007, the Golden State Warriors up against the U- Utah jazz Baron Davis dunking on the head of AK-47. I guess that was his his nickname back in the day. but it, it was a it was a crazy dunk one one of the more disgusting dunks I've ever seen in my life, it was during a playoffs <laughs> and not only that. The crowd was going bonkers afterwards. I mean, that Golden State Warrior crowd was just like the Seattle Seahawk crowd back in the day. It was a frenzy. But it, the way it all happened, Baron Davis's game is pretty, pretty underrated, actually. It, it, when you think about everything he could have done. His, his handles, his, his hops, he blew by Darren Williams like it was nothing. At the time, I was, I was a big Darren Williams fan coming up. I thought he was going to be the, the next big thing. Once he and got he hurt, also thought he was a much better player than Chris Paul. Yeah, yeah, we. I hope he said we. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I hope he did this would me out there. I heard, I heard a bus. No, we were in the same boat, Chris. We both yeah. thought that he was a much better player than a lot of point guards coming up back in the day. Okay, but specifically Chris Paul. Yes, we did, we did, because we thought that he was gonna be that guy. Stop he saying had... we, bro. No, because you were we. part of it. You were in the same <laughs> boat with me. We're looking dead at one another. When we're saying these things, but he just blew right past Darren Williams. He went to the hole, cocked his hand back, and just dunked it all up in the face of Andre K- uh, Karolinko. It, it was, it was disgusting. Then he pulled his shirt off for, for pulled his shirt up for good measure. It, it was a disgusting dunk, obviously. That,
1: for me. So, those are the we believe warriors. Those are the warriors. Those are the true warrior fans. And remember, that year, going back in time prior to the dunk, they just eliminated the number one seed, Maverick, in convincing fashion. And then coming up for that dunk, the way Mike Tariga goes, oh. (laughs) <laughs> you feel it in your heart And then you have Hebe Brown come out of it No, he really comes out of nowhere It's almost like he peeks out of the door It's like, hello For me that dunk in the lister blister are my two favorite dunks of all time but what makes the baron davis dunk so great you just mentioned it was he took off his shirt the crowd is going crazy and you can see like the band on his back because you know he had back problems you can see the band on his back and then stephen jackson is blowing him off saying this cool down cool it down that that crowd that crowd from in oakland when the warriors were in oakland you mentioned it. You mentioned. I think you said the the Seahawks, Supersonics, Seahawks, Supersonics. Those no, those teams in the Northwest, including if you're an MLS fan, the Seattle Sounders, oh, yes. the Portland Timbers, in the Northwest, I give it up. If you if you're a fan um, and you listen to our podcast, you're in the Northwest. Y'all have the best fans in the country. Just awesome. So that the the crowd noise made the dunk even greater. Mm. They
2: do it. I hate, man. I hated that Golden State team. Y'all already know I'm from Dallas, and I'm a Dallas Mavericks fan. So that was not a particular. I forgot, bro. Yes, yeah, so that, that, <laughs> so that that wasn't a, that wasn't good for me, man. And they took us out the way they did. But I hated I hated that particular Golden State team because you know we, the, the the Mavericks just never you know they never matched up very well for them, and they would always run us a mock, But that that was a nasty, very nasty dunk. Had that boy looking like Christophe Porzingis, man. <laughs> that was a, that was a mess, man. He boy, he popped up, man. And just like you said, man, Baron Davis's game was very underrated, man. Just, yeah. just a stout, powerful player. You know, great defense, man. Great ball handling, and the dude was a great team leader too, man. So big ups to those guys. But yeah, that was, that was a. That was a hot dump,
0: man. Yeah, man. He's he's a dude that you would play on the playground or play in the gym, and be like you know you don't got no hops, and he would come up and he will show you. Mm. My goodness, you have tremendous hops. He, yes, sir. He was a problem. He was definitely a problem.
1: All right. Him and um, real quick, him and Steve Francis mm. are two very underrated players that yeah. I, we know them because we watch them. Mm. But the younger kids coming up, it's. They may not know them as well. I, I call them my Mitch Richmans because Mitch Richmans a player that the older heads tell me he was really raw, but I didn't, I didn't watch him. Right? Right. I, didn't, I don't really remember him other than being on the Lakers when they won the championship. Stevie Franchise.
0: All right. So that was flashback. We're going to keep into the NBA. The Los Angeles Lakers, you know, we, we all know they're playing the Western Conference. They are the defending champions with LeBron James and Anthony Davis there. Which team do you think poses the biggest challenge to the Los Angeles Lakers, the biggest threat in the Western Conference
1: right now? I think mean, the team that poses the biggest threat to the Lakers is Anthony Davis. <laughs> it's not a team. It's <laughs> that an is individual. Funny. That is if funny. If Anthony Davis is healthy, they're going to win the West. Right, uh, it it just depends on Anthony Davis's health. We have LeBron James; he's thirty six. We know that he's an older player, but he's still in his he's somehow still in his prime. He's probably the best player in the NBA. It's just about Anthony Davis. Can Anthony stay healthy? But if I had to pick a team, just for argument's sake, I'm gonna go with the other team in L A. the Clippers. But the Lakers so far this season, I understand that the Jazz have the number one record, but the Lakers have proven that they're a good team, they're consistent, and the addition of uh Schroeder or Schroeder uh has only made them that much better.
0: I'm gonna go ahead and say the other team in LA as well. Even though they were a huge disappointment last year in not getting to the conference finals, I still think that they pose the biggest threat because you look at Kawhi Leonard and look at Paul George. They do have, um, some playoff experience. Paul George has actually had some battles with LeBron James back when he was with the Pacers and they were going up against that heat team. So I still think they are the, the biggest threat to the Lakers to, the, to dethrone them. You look at what Kawhi Leonard was able to do in the Eastern Conference as well, where he went to Toronto, won that championship. So I, I, I do think that that mix poses the biggest threat, but you hit it around on the, on the nail, Chris. If Anthony Davis is healthy. There's really no hope for anybody in the West, really and truly, because no one's going to be able to stop Anthony Davis on that Lakers team. They're just not going to be able to do it. But if I had to name a team, it would be L.A. That would be the team right there for me. Then look the Clippers.
1: And, low before you go, I just want to say yeah. something real quick. I apologize. I'm going real quick. Uh, um, I For my Dark Horse team, before Low even gives his pick, because we both put the Clippers, I got to go with Damian Lillard in the Portland no, don't you kidding. see? I, I, he, why you gotta do that? We, we we were doing good, bro. We were doing okay, good, you, bro. You
0: did that that time, Chris. Oh my, that, God. that was you. That was you. That was all you, Chris. You can't help yourself. You got a problem. I you're a problem. You have a problem.
1: No, 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 no. You're a problem. You if you, if you guys could have been in the studio watching us record, oh, lit up. Once I said Damian Lillard, <laughs> no, I did <laughs> not. I did not.
0: I do. I do. Once you said Dave, I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go. When the NFL season starts, I'll do the same thing with Cam. Oh my
2: God. <laughs> Go ahead, <mate. laughs> Uh I'm going to say the same thing. Um, the Clippers, I agree with you guys. I'm a little bit concerned with some of the injuries that they've had and the fact that they've, you know, they're on a three game losing streak before going going on a break. Um, and they're, I mean, they lost against, you know, three playoff teams. So uh, I'm just keeping an eye on that if these guys can continue or actually get healthy and get back into winning form on the way to the playoffs. I. I, I, my dark horse, I don't know if they're necessarily a dark horse because they lost, you know, a three one lead last during the bubble, uh, playoffs. But, you know, I, I'll, uh, you know, I'm going to stick with our number one seed in the Utah Jazz. I'll go with them. I mean, I think they, you know, they played or matched up against LA pretty well. And seeing that you've got Rudy Gobert and, uh, oh my gosh, his, his name leaves me. What's, what's the size kick, kick's name? Donovan I mean. Mitchell. Oh, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. Thank you very much, fellas. The fact that they've elevated their game, I think. Kind of gives rise. It gives me hope that, you know, they, they can really push it to the next level. So that, that will be my number two or my dark horse candidate, but I'm, I'm with you guys with, with the LA Clippers. And plus I, I would like to see the LA Clippers do something, you know, and, and, and I don't know. And just you mentioned this, the lad podcast, or I think is over the yeah, Afro Vibes TV show. I don't know that there's a possibility <clears throat> that the Clippers and the Lakers can play in the, uh, in the Western Conference, uh, championship, but that that would be a game that I I'd, I'd like to see. So that that's my pick right there. The other
1: Clippers. If I had to pick a dark horse, I think oh you you'd be surprised by this. I, I I'd pick the Phoenix Suns cuz it's all about matchups, right? Mm-hmm. And you look at the Phoenix Suns, their point guard is Chris Paul. And you look at the Lakers' point guard in Schroeder. We already know that Chris Paul and Schroeder with the Thunder last season. There's an edge there for Chris Paul. You have a DeAndre Ayton that he's not going to be able to hold Anthony Davis, but he can certainly cause problems for him. And he's going to have to defend him on the other side of the court. And then what's LeBron James' kryptonite? It's it's really shooters. He can hold everybody else, but when you can launch it from anywhere, he can't really do anything about that. You think about a Jason Terry from the Mavericks, you think obviously about Klay Thompson and, and Steph Curry for the for the Warriors. Well, we know what Devin Booker presents as a shooter. So the Phoenix Suns have a, a really, I think they have a shot at um, uh, causing some problems, causing some issues for the Lakers. You know, when I look at the
0: Western Conference, I, I really honestly do think that it just depends on what team is going to step up. Right. We can talk about dark horses and which teams are dangerous. Utah is dangerous. Utah does match up well against the Lakers. The Phoenix Suns do match up well against the Lakers also. Um, when you talk about the Denver Nuggets going into the situation, they faced the Lakers last year, so they, they kind of know what to expect when they go up against the Lakers again. They did face them again this year. The biggest threat is still going to be the Clippers. I think damn near every single team in the Western Conference is this dangerous. If you're not playing your A game or if Anthony Davis is not completely healthy, then yeah, some of these teams can co- pose a problem to the Lakers, but right now we're all in consensus. We do believe that it's the Clippers that are the biggest threat to the, to the Lakers right now at this moment. Yeah. All right. So I guess we're going to talk NBA for for this podcast because that that's what's that's what's happening right now. One Zion Williamson. I don't know if you guys have seen this guy play lately. He is impressing the hell out of me. I'll tell you that right now. His the way he imposes his will in that paint sometimes i'm like goodness gracious i mean he's taking rebounds away from i saw him take a rebound away from Giannis Anson like Giannis on is not a he's a strong dude he took it away like he was a boy like you're a child he took it he went up with it and he dunked. it he had this one move where he shaked and baked this one guy went to the hole and dunked on his head like he is if he can get if he can get his his handles down and get a you know a decent jump shot? We're looking at a next level Charles Barkley, basically. Because Charles Barkley was not as athletically gifted as Zion Williamson is. But he was able to do a lot of things on the court that I'm looking at this guy doing. As far as the, the stature and be able to rebound at that height, okay, that guy's going to be a problem, man. He's, he's going to be a problem. But the question I pose, I just started going on a tangent about him. Will Zion Williamson be an MVP in this league one day? Does he have enough...
1: To be the MVP. Well, I, I I seem to recall maybe about a year ago where we had a podcast. It wasn't, wasn't that long ago.
0: It wasn't that long ago.
1: It wasn't that long ago. We had a podcast and it was me. There was a, it was, a it was a host on here named Bigelow, and then there was the the one and only Odie. And we had this question on there, and and, and Odie said that Ja Morant would be a better pro than Zion Williamson. <laughs> <laughs> I think we know the answer to that now. Zion is a he's a man child. He's a beast. He's Larry Johnson and Charles Barkley in one human being. That's honestly what he is. Your question is, can he be an MVP? I, I don't think that's really the threshold for him. The threshold for him is is how many at this point. The way he's balling is how many, bro. Uh, he's amazing, and the the thing that makes him even better is he's in an an, in an organization like the Pelicans, right? It's not. It's not a bad organization, but they're just not a winning organization. They have certain pieces around that team, but it's just it's a poor, poorly fit roster and they're doing it again. They did the same thing to Anthony Davis, and I'm afraid they're going to do it again with Zion Williamson. Is this? It's a poorly fit roster. You have good pieces, but they all don't really make sense together. But as far as Zion is concerned, as far as Zion is concerned. I I don't think there's any question if he stays healthy, he's going to be an MVP in the NBA. There's just no question because the narrative is already there. The MVP conversation, NBA is all about narrative. It's not even necessarily who's the best player. It's narrative, and the narrative is he came out as a very good prospect and he's living up to it. He does this again next season. He very well might be the MVP of the league next season. I don't know about that, but okay. I mean, that's that's interesting. I mean, one of my one of the concerns
2: that I voiced in that particular podcast was was health and he's healthy now he's balling out of control um is he an mvp i I think he has a potential to be that i don't know how sustainable and that's one of the things i pose as well i don't know how sustainable his game is going to be i mean he's only going to be able to hop and jump and overpower for so long so if he's going to win an mvp then he's got to do it here within the next five years because you know he's going to go along that blake griffin route You know, he's one injury or one leg or significant leg injury away from his explosiveness no longer being a part of his game. So is can he develop and be an all-around player to be an all-around threat and to be able to defeat his opponents in multiple, you know, variety of different ways? At that point, I'm more open to the idea of him having multiple MVPs. I believe he can win at least one. But if he can do that and be a sharpshooter from the outside and mold his game to the likes of a LeBron James LeBron came in the same way, right? But LeBron opened his game up to passing and as well as shooting. Mm -hmm. He developed a three-point shot. So now the guy can shoot, you know, and and the guy can, you know, can be that most important dynamic player on his team. So I I don't know if he can do that. Is he just this niche player that has power and explosiveness packed into his body or can he really – elevate one of my one of the things too is you know at some point i believe that he's got to transform his body in some way and form once again i'm drawing comparisons to lebron i don't know if this is right or wrong lebron did the same thing lebron was weighing 280 275 pounds that he was able to transform his body become a a one prolong his career and further you know make his game more dynamic so that, that's that's my thing but does he have the ability to be an mvp i, I think he can get one if he's going to win multiple uh he's he's there's got to be more variety to this game for me.
0: No, I I definitely agree with you, Lo. I think he definitely has a talent, definitely has a potential. That's there. That's obvious. You see that. But there there are a lot of questions that you pose. Health wise, can he continue to be healthy on a year to year basis? And I look at his body type. I think it'll be pretty difficult for him to stay healthy if he continues to stay around that weight. He does need to lean up a little bit. But that that's that's one thing there. As far as the other skills that he has, he does need to continue to improve on his jump shot, uh, maybe get a little post game there as well. And he does need to get other teammates involved also. He needs I, this year. I've been very impressed with the way they try to utilize him because they've given him the ball and say, go ahead, do what you do, as opposed to the year before that, where they're kind of feeding off of um like alley dunks and stuff like that now he's taking his game to that level if he continues to to rise and take his game to a level to where he becomes the uh the elite scorer on the team then yeah he can win an mvp i mean no doubt i'm not no doubt about that as far as the race with him and john moran it's too early chris for you to say all the things you're saying i still think john moran is still a, a a very very good basketball player and he does have a lot of twos there as well but we are talking about Zion.
1: You, you brought it, you brought it up. You brought it up. <laughs> you're right. Some of it is teasing, right? Some of no, it no, no, is. I got, just you. I got it, you. It is because it's obviously John Moran's a great talent as well. But I think the difference is if we we're playing a video game, right? So all my 2K fans, John Moran would be four and a half stars. Oh, no. no. Yeah. Zion would be five. And that's really the difference between the two, at least now. And when you're a five star player and you're playing at that level, the odds are at some point you're going to win an
0: MVP award. No, no, I, I definitely, agree. I, I definitely agree with you guys. At, at, at some point, he should be an MVP candidate. I'll go as high as saying that, because I just, I still need to see, because he's imposing his will right now. That's what he's doing. Kind of Shaq, shackish Okay, I'm, I'm not saying that they're, they have the same game, but Shaq just went out there and imposed his will. Shaq didn't get to the next level until he actually put some skill into his game. He perfected that jump hook. He got some basic post moves, because he can do all that all day, every day, because of it, him imposing his will. That's what Zion Wilson has to do. He has to polish his game a little bit more. He's out there on raw talent, though, just doing it and dunking on everybody. I like what I see from Zion Williams right now. I really do. But, you mentioned it. I, I don't wish injury on anybody. I don't. But that is still a big question mark there for me, especially when you look at his body type. Sometimes when he dunks and he comes down, it just looks awkward sometimes to me. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. This his his movement is, I, I know because I've never seen it before or whatever, but sometimes his movement just seems awkward
1: to me. I, I would
0: like him to trim down a little bit and get a little bit leaner. I really would.
1: Hey, I mean, everybody would. But I will remind you guys of this. When LeBron first came into the league, people were saying, he's all athleticism. Should he get injured, it'll never work out because he's all athletic. He's so talented at this point right now. I agree with you. He, he needs more skill. But that's kind of like that age-old argument that everybody says. Of course, we hope he doesn't get injured. But my point of saying that he could win it as soon as next season is just about narrative. Think about it like this. Let's say the Pelicans don't make the playoffs this season. And let's say they're the 10th seed and they get knocked out. Whatever the case may be. If they come back next season, they're a 4th seed or they have a run like the Jazz have. The narrative is going to be like, this is the new guy. I think, I think next new, year is too
0: early, it, though. I really think next year is too early for Zion Williamson. I, that's this my honest potentially. opinion. Potentially. I'm just saying the narr- I could see the narrative. It's my point. Yeah, it's there. I agree with you it's there, that the narrative is definitely there for Zion Williamson. But uh, you mentioned something else. As far as it, comparing him to LeBron James, I don't think you can compare him to LeBron James, honestly. LeBron James's basketball IQ coming to the league was on another level. Zion Williamson's basketball IQ was not— at the same level that LeBron James I, had. I, come I, I agree it. with that. I'm more talking about their hype and athleticism. Mm-hmm. That's really what I'm talking about. Yeah, the hype is there, definitely. Yeah. The athleticism is definitely there. Um, but the question mark is, can he build the rest of the skills around him to really become that elite player, that MVP caliber player? All right, so our last topic of discussion, we stay in the NBA. A lot of teams coming into this season, I feel like there's a lot of pressure for them to get deep into the playoffs, I want to say championships. But what what teams is are there the most pressure for them to win this year? I'll I'll start off. Of course, we just named this team as far as being the biggest threat to the Los Angeles Lakers. It's definitely the Clippers. I think the Clippers have to go to a finals this year. Okay, if they don't go to a finals this year, it puts a question mark on Paul George, which he already has that question mark after hitting the side of the backboard in the bubble. The question mark was there after calling himself playoff P <laughs> last year, not doing squat. The question mark was there, so Kawhi Leonard kind of got a pass. Okay, there wasn't a, a lot of criticism on Kawhi Leonard's part because of what Paul George did, but if they're not able to make it deep into the playoffs, and what I'm saying deep into the playoffs, go up up against the Lakers, lose in, in, a, in a seven games, a tough seven game series. If they go up against anybody else and lose. The criticism is going to start to fall on Kawhi Leonard there. Okay, all that magic that he did in Toronto—that's that, going to be no more. They're not going to talk about that anymore. They're going to be like, okay, so what have you done for us lately? So I think that's why. As far as I will go with a top three, I think that they're the most pressure is on the Lakers right now to win a championship this year. Not the Lakers, the Clippers. I mean, sorry, Clippers.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, and I'll say this for the Lakers. You could potentially say it's the Lakers, and it's really for one reason. Space Jam 2 is coming out this (laughs) summer. And if you're LeBron… You can't be on Space Jam saying you're trying to save the world when you're not the world champion. It's embarrassing. Oh, Nobody's talking about this. If they don't <laughs> win a championship, it's going to be embarrassing to be like, yo, oh. check out my new movie, Space Jam 2. Only, where I only the Chris world. knows oh, and stuff gosh. like that. Man. <laughs> <laughs> only you would know stuff that like that. For is, I mean, no, that true. for me is really a lot of pressure. And, and one of the things that happened recently was the Spurs talking about LaMarcus Aldrich potentially being, they're saying they're not going to buy him out, right? But he, he may be traded. I'll say this for the Clippers. If the Clippers uh, obtain LaMarcus Aldridge, if they get him either via buyout or trade, it just puts, like you said, that much more pressure on them. Because you have yet another player going there chasing a championship. So, for me, it's the Lakers, then the Clippers. And those, those are the two teams that have the most pressure. Mm, I wouldn't put the Lakers up there. But I think LaMarcus Aldridge have already left the San Antonio
0: Spurs, actually. He,
1: he. Well, they've agreed to part ways, right, right, but right. they haven't agreed how they're going
0: to
2: do it. Right. 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 I'm not going to put the Lakers up there, especially after just winning last year. I don't think there's pressure. Because it's you know, Space Jam. Because <laughs> I like that, Chris. I it's I like really it. LeBron, though. Like, yeah. LeBron. I mean, it, it, yeah, LeBron. Yeah, LeBron, if he wants to, you know, when we're talking about chasing Reigns, but it's an organization. No, I don't think so. I think the Lakers, number not the Clippers, number one. But how about this? Once again, let me bring up the Utah Jazz. How about an organization that hasn't won a championship, also? That's an interesting one. Yeah, right? Okay, so I was just going through zero championships, two conference finals, only in 97 and 98. And then you have nine division titles. All right, last one coming in 2017. This is a team that hasn't won a championship. And they got close last year and blew a 3-1 lead in the Western Conference Championship. Well, they, they right.
0: the Utah didn't get to the Western Conference Championship.
2: I mean, oh, that was the, uh. That was the Denver Nuggets. No, that was the Nuggets. My bad. So this is a team I think that has a lot of pressure. I'd say, I'd venture to say the Denver Nuggets as well. These are two teams I view the same. They're always within that four to six seed. Mm-hmm. They always get to that divisional title. And one of I feel like every year it's one of, one or the other that wins, either gets blown out of the first round or gets put out of the second round. So I'd say one of those two teams. But I'm putting the Jazz up there. I mean, it's a team I think that's championship-starved that needs to get to a conference championship
0: and win an NBA championship. Hmm. I don't think there as there is as much pressure. There's pressure on all the most teams, right? But when you talk about big time pressure because of the criticism that would come with it, if Utah made a deep run into the playoffs, I don't think anybody would criticize them that much. Like, okay, well, that's what you're supposed to do. Now, I look at a team on the Eastern Conference that has all this star power right now. I think second is the Brooklyn Nets. There's a lot of pressure for them to win this year. After they acquired James Harden, and now they have that big three, and now they have Blake Griffin there as well, I think that for that organization, it is definitely a championship or bust. They, they cannot, it will be a failure of a season if they don't get out of the Eastern Conference. Point blank, period. You don't have Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving on the same team, and you don't get out the Easter Conference. Now, going into the finals against potentially the Lakers or the Clippers, who, who knows what will happen there. But I still think there will be pressure on that team to win a championship. James Harden especially. I know people criticize his game and everything, and he, he did it the best he can in Houston. But if he comes here and he finally has arguably, not arguably, the best teammate he's ever had in Kevin Durant, and he's still not able to win a championship, that's going to be the narrative for him coming out of that next year. So I think their second on my list would be the Brooklyn Nets as far as the, the most pressure to win a championship this year.
2: And that would be the narrative for Kyrie Irving.
0: Oh, yeah, Durant, absolutely. And because, absolutely. Yeah, because the question the, the, is – The difference is they've won championships, though. Those two true. individuals have won championships. That's why I kind of want to put more of the emphasis on James Harden. Right. The reason why
1: I didn't mention the Nets is I think they have a one-year pass. Right? So, I agree with you, oh, they don't make the conference finals, particularly if they don't make the NBA finals. It'll look bad. But they're kind of in this Clippers' bowl. The Clippers didn't make it, but we didn't crush them. It was embarrassing, but we said, you guys better make it the following season. So, this year, I don't want to say... They kind of have a pass, right? If they blow up and implode, I'm going, we're all going to watch it with popcorn and just kind of view <laughs> the disaster happen. But I, I think they get one season reprieve. The, the Clippers, on the other hand, if they lose, it could all be over. It's, this literally could be the end. Oh, no, no. So You're right. It's, 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 it's a little different pressure for me.
0: Well, well, Okay, so when we talk about what's going on and the question that's being posed, I, I agree with you. I feel like they do have a one-year pass. But I still think there's more pressure on the Brooklyn Nets than any other team to win it besides the Clippers. Because when you look at the next team on my list, third would be the Philadelphia 76ers. I think there's a lot of pressure on them to win as well. They just got the new head coach in Doc Rivers. Um, Joel Embiid is having the best year they've ever had. He is definitely going to be, in my eyes, the MVP of the league. But if they're not able to get past that hump also as well, there will be some criticism also on that team, but not as much as the Brooklyn Nets because there's not as much talent on the Philadelphia 76ers as there is on the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets are filled with talent. We had those three players. I can't think of any other team. Utah Jazz, not as much pressure, no. The Denver Nuggets, no. There's no other team. They, you're right, Chris. They have a pass this year, but there's still immense pressure on them to get it done this year.
1: Yeah, there's, there's pressure on them, but there's pressure at different levels. The problem, I don't want to say the problem, even though there are a lot of talented teams, to Lowe's point, the Utah Jazz is talented. They should have pressure. Because if you're, if you're that good, you have that good of a record, you should have pressure. But the difference is, you look at a team like the, the Clippers and the Nets, it's, it's a different type of pressure. The Clippers are if I had to grade it at levels, the Clippers are at blazing red hot. It's oh, yeah, burning fast. up the pressure big for fast. the Nets. It's just hot. It's uncomfortable. You can. It's one of those summer days where like I can survive another day in this. Right? They they get they get a pass if it doesn't work out. So it's just different levels. I agree with you that the the Nets on my list are number three. I still have the Lakers and LeBron at number one. Okay, okay I got got you. you. I got you. And,
0: okay, that's good. That's yeah, good. I ain't taking
1: yeah. it. But I just I think it's one two three.
2: <laughs> and keep in mind, it was, it was the fact that the. The Nets are playing as well as they're playing now. It's surprising because we didn't think that KD was going to round the form the way he has. So that's just a cherry on top. So I I think that that built in with KD's injury and not knowing if he – because it's not a given. Whether he was playing well or not, it wasn't a given that he was going to round the form this year. We're looking towards, okay, once you can get to the tournament, then maybe his body's healed up and caught up in enough time to really start to, you know, make some noise. So, you know, the fact that we're getting what we're getting now, you know, is actually very unexpected. And then the fact that, you know, James Harden just so happened to pop up, you know, to that team once again, I mean, that's, that's unexpected as well. So, um, so yeah, I, I believe they get a pass. Um, give them more time to, 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 to heal. Now how about how about the Milwaukee Bucks? I know you said the 76ers, mm-hmm. but how about the Milwaukee Bucks? The fact that you have a two-time MVP on that team, I think that pressure
0: should be blaze should be if it's not blazing hot, it should be blazing hot. Well, I, I agree with you, but part of what makes a team have pressure is also the expectations of that team. Mm-hmm. I think after Milwaukee lost last year, people have just kind of just written them off. Like, no, you don't have enough. To get to NBA Finals I'm in that consensus I don't think they have enough To get the NBA Finals They have Giannis Antetokounmpo He's a great player He's an elite player But after what I saw Last year in the bubble I just don't think They're a contender So there's For me I feel like they're just Kind of just playing With house money right now I do not feel that They are really the team To beat Like they were last year Last year there was pressure on them You saw what happened last year yeah. They were the number one seed There was pressure on them They folded Now everybody's kind of Just forgot about them And that's why I don't think there's a lot of Pressure on that team right now I don't I, there I, should I, be
1: I, though. I I Lo I'm glad you brought up that team. It's it's the same thing with the space jam thing with me with the Lakers. I'm really saying it's LeBron. You're right. The, oh, you're absolutely right. The Bucks don't have pressure because we don't think they can win, but I will tell you this. Everybody loves Giannis just like everybody loved Dwight Howard, but there comes a moment in your career where if you don't perform well, if Giannis goes out and flames out in the playoffs again this season, there's going to be the narrative that, yo, he's just not a clutch player, period. Point blank, and period. So for Giannis, it's really, really important that he has a big-time run. So maybe the Bucks' house is not on fire, but Giannis is in his own corner, and it's hot. <laughs> he <laughs> needs to perform well. It doesn't mean he needs to get to the finals, but he needs to be superb this playoff. No, you're absolutely right. They don't have
0: to perform well as a team, mm. but they have to look at it and be like, man, you perform. We just weren't able to back you up. And it's yep. going to be even more Pressure on Giannis Antetokounmpo because he signed that deal. He decided to go back to Milwaukee. He had an option to go somewhere else. That's true. And
2: I'm going to ask a question that could be stupid, but uh, I mean, really, how fair is that? I mean, how much? And you just said they don't have enough on that team. And we kind of saw last year where Giannis was breaking because he was actually he began to become targeted, right, with the harsh fouls and fouls and you know being played physically. So how much is that of, you know what, we're just going to put five. It's five on one basketball. So we ain't worried about everybody else. It's just Giannis. So once we take him out, we know we got the game one. So how much of it is that? And if we put another valuable or valid piece around him or two that, okay, now we can kind of elevate some pressure, really allow Giannis to, you know, play free-flowing basketball without, you know, worrying about five people on one guy.
0: Right, right. And I think what, what Chris was saying as far as, you know, putting the Lakers in there, part of what puts a lot of pressure on a team is who is it acceptable for you to lose against mm-hmm. in the playoffs, right? The Lakers can only lose against one team, maybe, the Clippers. Maybe. That's the one team. The Clippers can to lose against one team. That's the Lakers. You look at the Brooklyn Nets, they can only lose against one team, too, and that's in the finals. Mm-hmm. So I think that that goes to Chris's point is why the Lakers are up there as far as the pressure being involved. But I still look at Philadelphia. As being one of those top three teams because I don't think they can lose to, to a lot of teams either because Joel Embiid is going to be the MVP of the league. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But I, I'm glad you brought Milwaukee. No one's really talking about Milwaukee yeah. at all.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you brought that one up. <laughs> I re, I, I'm really glad you brought it up. Just to make a, like a real quick point with Milwaukee. hmm if they lose quickly in the first round, then it may start turning up the pressure on the organization and getting guys around him. Because Giannis still has the ability to say, all right, I'm out. I signed, but y'all clearly not good enough. Everybody sees it. I'm out. Trade yeah. me. No, that's,
0: that's absolutely right. Absolutely correct. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with that team. It really is. Because, like I said, he made a decision to re-sign with that team. So, in his heart of hearts, he might have thought, okay, we have enough pieces around us. We can do it. And it's not like they lost. They lost. Let me be wrong. Miami had a great run in the bubble last year, but no one thought, okay, Miami's going to come back this year again and go to the finals. No one thought that. Okay, so the fact that they lost to that team was a huge disappointment. And the the way they lost wasn't like they lost in the seven-game series. They were dominated. Let's let's be perfectly honest. True They were dominated in that series. The only game they won was Giannis playing in that game? No, right? I mean, come on, bro. I mean, that's a very interesting team right there, Milwaukee Bucks that you bring up. Is there pressure or is there not pressure? Will that, will that go? Did that help them out this year, though? It might help them out.
2: It yeah, helped them out last year. No. I, I'd say the pressure <laughs> was higher last year.
0: Oh, it was? No, it right. definitely was. It definitely was. Okay. Great talk. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, please subscribe. We try to bring out as much great content as possible. We're out here grinding, trying to get as much listeners as possible and trying to give you the absolute best sports talk available. Check us out on any major podcast platform. Check us out on the website, newchannelsports.com. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on YouTube, Afro Vibes TV. We have many different platforms for you guys. Check us out. If you have any any questions for us, go to our website. Go to the voicemail. Spit us a question and we can spit it out here on the podcast and see how we dissect that so but we do appreciate all of our fans we do appreciate all of our listeners we continue to do this for you until next time peace thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast if you like the show feel free to leave a comment and a five-star rating your support is very much appreciated also don't forget to subscribe on apple podcasts stitcher podbean or on our website newchannelsports.net that's new channel spelt in you channelsports.net got a sports related question for the crew just leave a voicemail on our website till next time have a good one and stay safe out there